Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm grateful to be here with you today to sit in this space and be. Be with the grief and in the healing, to create space for peace and to share hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hi friends, welcome to episode 174, Riding the Waves of Grief. One of the most challenging aspects of grief is its unpredictability. I certainly have experienced this in multiple grief times because when we experience grief, we just never know what's going to trigger our sadness. We never know what's going to be said, what we're going to see, what memory is going to come up. All those things bring up the sadness that resides in us. And one day you may be feeling like things are improving, and the next day you wonder if you've made any progress at all. One week you begin to start feeling a little optimism for the future, and the next week you're pretty sure you will feel terrible and depressed forever. We all experience that. We all experience it. How you think about these ups and downs, though, makes a huge difference in their impact on you. When you experience the unpredictable, and yet isn't it very predictable? Isn't it very predictable that we're going to have those down times when we're grieving? But when we experience the unpredictable, it is easy to feel extra discouraged and even despair. Your hopes of healing feel dashed in a moment when new memories appear and cause you to spin in the sadness of grief. I want to remind you of two myths that we've talked about before. One is that you'll grieve forever. That mistruth has been spread so far and wide, and particularly as it pertains to specific grief experiences. I see this most prominently with parents who have lost children. They're told that they'll grieve forever, that they're going to just feel this overwhelming sadness forever and ever. And that's so hopeless and discouraging to hear that. But the other myth that's very prominent is that we could just get over it. And we hear people say, well, just get over it. It's time to get over it. It's time to move on. It's time to get over it. And that isn't helpful either. Neither one of those approaches help. Neither one of those ideas are actually valid or true. And likely, if you're here listening, you may be in what I call the messy middle. It's that really challenging place that's hard to understand. Because in the beginning, our pain is so devastating. The grief is so overwhelming that you can't even imagine anything except for the pain. It's just that overwhelming. And all you can look at is today. 
It's hard to even think about what's going to happen the next day, much less the next week, much less the next month or the next year. And so you're just in existence. You're just in survival mode. And at the far end, the reason I call it the middle is because there's ends, right? There's the beginning that's so, so, so painful and overwhelming and possibly you're there right now. And then there's the, there's the healing that occurs when you find that your days are not consumed with grief, when you find that you're able to interact again with family and friends and it feels good and it feels natural and you're not just faking it, you're not just pretending, you actually feel good for significant amounts of time. But you're a human being and you're still going to have ups and downs even once you've healed from the current situation, because there's always going to be new things. I've shared that with you before. I've gone through, I've gone through grief experiences in the four years I've been doing this podcast. And they weren't as impactful as losing my kids, or losing my brother, or going through a divorce, or even some of the other losses I've experienced. But they are impactful. So in the middle is this space where the grief is no longer so incredibly overwhelming that that's all you can think about. And you don't feel 100%, like you don't feel like the the experience has been healed. There's still moments of being, there's still significant moments of being triggered. There's still regular moments of being triggered. You still feel sadness on a, on a, continuous or a um, frequent basis. But in the middle, you have those times where you have relief from the overwhelming grief, where you feel productive, or where you feel joy in your day, or where you feel like, oh, this is, you know, I'm doing better. You can breathe. (laughs) I even found myself breathing just talking about it. Like I felt that sigh, that sigh of relief. Things are better. Things are getting better. I can survive. I can not only survive, I can see the possibilities of thriving. I can see the possibilities of having regular joy in my life, of really being able to engage with purpose in my life. And then we go through those periods. Maybe it's a few days, maybe it's a day, maybe it's a few days, maybe it's a week where you feel significantly better. You feel the relief. You feel moments of joy. You even feel those moments of happiness. I remember just even in the last couple of months when I was going through some real, you know, tough things and I remember this one day where I felt like I just felt genuinely happy. And I didn't even realize how much I had not been in genuinely happy. The grief, the sadness that I was experiencing was so pervasive that when I felt that happiness, I was like, oh, there it is. There it is. I hadn't even realized how sad I had been. I hadn't even realized that I had been missing those moments of happiness. 
And when that opening happens, we get all excited. Don't you just feel so relieved, so excited? Oh, maybe I'm going to be able to breathe and maybe life is really going to start looking up. Maybe I've made significant progress. Maybe I'm okay now. So that when those sad times appear again, just a few days later, maybe the next week, maybe it's just been two days of just feeling that relief. And then the sadness comes up again. After you've felt like you reached a new level of healing. And then suddenly something happens or nothing happens. But you just find yourself facing significant sadness and heartache again. And you find yourself in that spot again where I don't even know if I want to get up this morning. I don't even know if I can face my day. And it's easy in those moments to say, nothing is working. I'm going to be in pain forever. This will never get better. There's something wrong with me. All those thoughts are a natural response to feeling the pain again, but they're not helpful. So let's look at what's really going on. Have you ever had an injury and you've had to rest in order to heal? Maybe you injured your leg. Maybe you were ill and you have to rest in order to rebuild your strength to go about your regular days. And then you start to feel better. And I always think about, I've had a couple of situations Actually, off the top of my head, I can think of three. I broke my foot in college, and that definitely stopped me in my tracks. (laughs) I had foot surgery. How many years ago was that? Close to eight years ago now. And I had uh, an injury, a calf injury, when I was playing tennis. I basically popped the calf muscle. I just, yeah, it was not good. (laughs) It was not good. So I I can remember those three specific injuries where my mobility was impaired. I had to rest. I could not walk. And then you start to feel better. And so you start to experiment. You start to try moving a little more. And it makes you nervous at first. You're nervous about it because you're like, ah, is this going to be okay Is this leg going to be okay that I broke? Is this foot going to be okay that I just had surgery on? Am I going to be okay to do this? And you start to test it. You start to experiment. And then you may find that you overdo it one day. And the next day you're like, oh my goodness, I can see that I overdid it. I can see that I did too much and I've re-injured it or I'm just not well enough. I don't really have the strength to do what I did. That's what happens, doesn't it? So our emotional healing is not exactly like that. Sometimes we do overdo it. Sometimes that happens. And we look back and we go, oh, you know, I can't overfill my day like that. That was too much. I need more rest. I need more space. 
I felt too much pressure and I could feel the wheels coming off. I could feel the anxiety. I could feel the anxiousness of trying to do too much. And so that definitely can happen. But a lot of times, chances are you didn't necessarily overdo it. It's just that a memory pops up or you see something that triggers something within you or you hear something or a thought comes up and then you go back into the pain because there's another layer to heal. So when you start to feel that healing and you start to step into life again, you have healed one layer and you have felt some relief. And then you you feel that relief. You engage with friends. You do some things that you maybe haven't been doing for months. And then you feel that sadness come in again. It's just an indication that you're ready to heal at a greater la- layer. You're ready to heal another layer. Well, we have a tendency to think we've gone backwards. We have a tendency to think that all the effort that we put in, all the healing that we've done, didn't do any good at all, because now we find ourselves back in this sad place again. But what if you just consider that you're healing at a deeper level? That you're taking care of another layer? The down periods can be just as healing, if not more so, as the up periods of our days. Especially, this is super important, if you remind yourself, remind yourself when you're down that you are healing. When you feel down, instead of telling yourself there's something wrong with me, I've gone backwards, I'm going to be in pain forever, practice telling yourself I'm healing at another layer. I'm healing at a deeper level. If you can approach the super sad, hard days with this, it can be part of your healing process. And if you can have some compassion for yourself, you will find more healing during those days than if you beat yourself up or feel despair because it's happening. When you can remind yourself that this is part of the healing process, that the sadness that you're experiencing, you are healing another piece. If you've heard me talk about the boulder of grief, you are healing another pebble that makes up that boulder. You are healing the sand and the rocks of that overwhelming loss that you've experienced. And it's okay. Now, admittedly, this is not an easy perspective. It will definitely take practice. And it's definitely worth the practice. But it's going to take lots of practice. And you're going to have a lot of down days where you beat yourself up and you go, I haven't healed at all. There's something wrong with me. I'm never going to get over this. You're going to have days like that. And when the lights start to come back on, you can remind yourself, oh, the lights came back on. 
I can see hope again. I can see the horizon again. So when you go back into that space of sadness, in the ups and downs of grief, during the healing, the grieving process, when you go back into those lower days, you can use the times of feeling relief as evidence that you're healing, as evidence that the relief does come, that it does show up. Practice this. It's worth the practice. It's not about doing it perfectly. It's about giving yourself grace to try. All right, my friends, we have big plans for 2023 to support you in your healing journey. And if you're not already receiving our emails, go to buildalifeafterloss.com and download the three tools to begin building a life after loss. You'll find that kind of in the middle of the homepage. (laughs) It'll be really obvious. Just go in there and let us know that you would like to receive our emails and we will send that. You'll get that download as well as you'll receive our encouraging emails every week. Every Tuesday, I send out an encouraging email to help you in your journey, to share a little tidbit that will be useful and helpful as you process, as you go through this, as you face the challenges, face the challenges with courage. So these emails are for your encouragement. Also, my book Miracles in the Darkness is available for order on Amazon. And that's a great book to read if you are looking for encouragement as well. All right, we will see you next week. Thanks so much for being here. I love you. I believe in you. And we'll see you next week. Bye.